Hello everyone and welcome to the second episode of the Brutal Podcast. Um, Once again, my name is Emily and I am the host of the podcast. I will give you a warning. Today's episode might be a little triggering. Um, We are going to be talking about depression. So if you have struggled with this in the past and think that this episode may upset you, please turn it off now. But if you feel ready enough to talk about this, then please continue listening. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about depression. Um, What is depression? The difference between depression and sadness. Um, How depression is different for everyone. Comparison with mental health. Um, A little bit about medication. How to battle depression while still managing a crazy life as a teenager. Talking about some healthy coping mechanisms and also talking about therapy because let me tell you, therapy is the key. Um, But we'll get to that in a little bit. So first things first, what is depression? Um, I wanted to provide you guys with a little bit of like a medical definition of depression. That way we're all kind of on the same page about what exactly depression is. And it says, depression is a mood disorder that causes a persistent feeling of sadness and loss of interest. Also called major depressive disorder or clinical depression, it affects how you feel, think, and behave, and can lead to a variety of emotional and physical problems. So what I liked about this definition was that it says, it causes a persistent feeling of sadness and loss of interest. Now, depression is a persistent and nearly constant state. Um, And what I think stood out to me about this is so often people use depression when talking about things that are temporary. And in today's day and age, people use the term very loosely and very lightly. Um, People say, oh my gosh, I'm so depressed. I, I failed my test or I'm so depressed. I don't get to see my friend today. When that can be very invalidating. And I talked to this I talked about this in um, my anxiety episode about how the words you use have so much power over how a person can feel, right? Someone struggling with depression, if they hear someone using the term depressed very lightly, it can be very, very invalidating. And so it's so important to make sure the the terms you're using are appropriate to that situation Um, because depression isn't temporary and depression isn't light and depression isn't something that just goes away, right? It's a mood disorder that causes a persistent feeling of sadness and loss of interest, right? So I just wanted to to put that out there that, that it's very important to be aware of the power of the words you're using. Um, and especially to be aware of how the words you're using can impact other people. Um, because it can be very harmful to use the term depressed um, lightly. Um, but while I did provide a, a definition of depression, it's also very important to realize that depression isn't just a one-size-fits-all thing. Just because your depression looks different than someone else's doesn't make yours any less valid. Um, I saw this, I saw this uh, quote one time, and I think it, it's very, very helpful, and it helped me a lot. It says, whether you're drowning in three feet of water or ten feet, you're still drowning. Hurting is hurting. But I think that's so true, and it was such a great reminder to me, because with depression, it can be very competitive. You look at other people's, and you say, well, I'm not as sick as them, so, so I'm not depressed, or I'm not depressed enough, right? You get into this sick, twisted headspace where almost you want to be the sickest 
or you're not sick enough or you're invalidating your own feelings. It's just a horrible, horrible place to be in. But it's so important to remember that just because your depression looks different than someone else's doesn't make yours any less valid. Whether you're drowning in three feet of water or 10 feet of water, you're still drowning. You're still struggling. You're still dealing with this mental health issue. You still deserve help. You still deserve to be happy, even though your depression may look different than someone else's. How your mind reacts to this um, drop in chemicals um, is different for every person. And that's okay. And that's how our bodies work. Everyone reacts to things differently right so why would you just like how you wouldn't compare oh when i eat i don't know what's a common food allergy um peanuts when i eat peanuts i don't have an allergic reaction but when this person does they do so i'm not sick enough i'm not allergic to peanuts so i'm not sick enough but maybe i'm super allergic to cashews right so just like how i wouldn't compare I wouldn't say I'm not sick enough because I'm not allergic to peanuts, but they are. I'm still allergic to cashews. I'm, I still have a, an issue. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, just because people's struggles look different doesn't invalidate your own struggle. And that was a, a random example, but I, I think it's very telling that, like, your struggle just because it looks different isn't any less valid. Um, and that also is is just something to remember because... Comparison, while it is inevitable, is pointless, right? It's not going to accomplish you anything. And th- th- that goes comparison for anything. Comparison about beauty standards, comparison about mental health. No matter what you're comparing, it's inevitable, but it is pointless. Because the only life you're living is yours, right? You shouldn't be worried about what other people are doing or how other people are living or what their life looks like. Because you're not in control of that, right? only thing you can control is yourself. So it's more important to reflect on yourself and compare yourself to your past self rather than to someone else because this is only your life. And I think mental health in general is just so competitive that it's just important to remember that that comparison is pointless. So that's a little bit about, you know, comparison when it comes to depression. Um, And now switching over to how to how to manage depression, right? Depression can feel very daunting and very unbeatable. Um, But I promise you, I promise you that you will get through this. And I I know it's so cliche and it's so oversaid and you may not want to believe it because you've been told it so much and, and you're just stuck in this like super dark tunnel and there's no light at the end of it, right? And people are telling you, oh, it's going to get better, it's going to get better. But you're like, oh, but I don't think so. I don't think so. But I can assure you, I promise you, it does. If you put in a little bit of energy, if you take the steps to get better, it will get better. I promise. So how can you get better? First things first, it's so important to accept that you do not have to be happy all the time, right? You shouldn't feel pressure from everyone to fake your happiness. You deserve to be truly happy and you shouldn't feel the need to fake it. And I know society looks down upon, you know, not being perfect all the time, but it's important 
to counter that you know depression thrives in secrecy it's important to talk about it to open up to be honest right and say hey actually i'm not doing well because no one can help you if you're not open about it you know if you have a friend that you trust or if you have an adult that you trust or a teacher or i don't know maybe even your cat just opening up and talking about it can really help remove that burden from yourself so don't feel the pressure to fake your happiness. Be honest, be open, and and open up to people about it. It's 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 super important. Now, after you've opened up about it, um, and maybe even if you opened up to about it, opened up about it to your doctor, they may suggest um, medication. Now, medication is not for everyone, um, but it can be a very effective way to treat depression when. Um, used properly and when um, condoned, is that the right word? (laughs) When condoned um, by a medical professional. Um, Because depression, in some cases, um, in most cases, is a chemical imbalance, right? It's your serotonin levels um, dropping, it's them not being released, whatever, right? But these, these, um, this medication works to counter that. Um, so it can be very effective. But before you go on any medication, obviously talk to your doctor, talk to your parents if you're comfortable with that. See what's best for you because it is always an option and it can be very helpful. Um, so I think sometimes there's some shame around using medication. And I just want to say that don't put any pressure on yourself to, you know, take depression on without any help, right? Without any medication. Oh, I can do it by myself. I don't, I don't need medication. I'm not, I'm not that sick. Take all the help you can get, right? Because it's only going to help you. It's only going to, it's only going to make this battle against depression easier. And you deserve to feel happy. So please take all the help you can get. Don't. Don't feel any shame about asking for help, about getting on medication, about getting better. You should not feel any shame about that. And I know society puts a lot of shame around it. But just remember that this is your battle. It's not anyone else's. Do what's best for you. So aside from medication and opening up about it, there's some other help, uh, healthy coping mechanisms that I'd want to suggest. The biggest one I would say is surround yourself with supportive people. I am the biggest believer in you are who you surround yourself with. This, the, your friends, um, your, the people you choose to keep in your life, right? That reflects who you are. So if you're surrounding yourself with all these negative people and these people who are bringing you down, people who bring others down, well, of course you're not going to feel happy because you're being surrounded by so much negativity. But surrounding yourself with positive, supportive, loving people is the biggest game changer when it comes to fighting anything. Not even just depression when it comes to if you're just stressed or if you're just having a bad day. Surrounding yourself with supportive and loving people can be a huge game changer. Um, And if you're surrounded by people who you know care about you, you'll feel more inclined to open up to them about your struggle and they'll be able to help you. 
and they'll be able to you know keep you accountable and you guys can come up with a safety plan you can you know talk to them when you're when you're having those really really dark times and you know that they'll be there for you and you trust them and you love them and it, i think it's just your biggest asset is surrounding yourself with supportive people in all ways surrounding yourself with supportive people at school finding a safe space at home wherever it may be find your people find supportive and loving people um the next coping mechanism i would say is journaling um i also mentioned this in in the anxiety episode but i'm just a big big advocate for journaling um and it doesn't even have to be the cliche dear diary today you know um but i think journaling can come in many forms you know um Sometimes I like to get magazines and cut out pictures that represent how I feel and paste them all on a page, right? Just getting your emotions out of your head and onto something that you can you can see, I think is very powerful and it's very healing. Being able to comprehend your emotions from an external standpoint, I think is so beneficial and it helps you to see what's happening inside your mind. So maybe if you're a visual artist, you know, drawing what the ins- you think the inside of your mind looks like. Or if you're a writer, you know, writing what you're dealing with, writing it down, R- maybe writing it from an outside perspective, saying how you think other people see what you're dealing with, or, you know, whatever it may be, getting these emotions and these dark thoughts out of your head and onto something that you can see, I think is so powerful. Because then you can see what you're dealing with and you can approach it from an outside perspective and see how to manage it and how you can how you can battle this right i think another powerful tool is movement um you know going on walks outside getting fresh air and i know that 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 can be very frustrating to hear right because i remember one time i was in a in a therapy uh session and i was talking about my depression and all that I was dealing with and and she goes well have you tried going on a run and I was furious I was I was so mad because I was like well you you don't you don't get it like I, I literally can't get out of bed and I was just I was really mad but I think there is some truth to what she said right movement is powerful it gets your your blood flowing it gets endorphins going but but it doesn't have to be a run <laughs> doing you know, even just getting out of bed just for a second, moving your body, going on a walk, doing yoga, dancing around to your favorite song, any kind of movement is so powerful for the body. Your body needs movement. And it's so important that you take care of your body that way. And how you take care of your body will have a huge reflection in your physical or in your mental health. Um, you know, if you're eating foods that are going to fuel your brain, if you're drinking enough water, and if you're moving your body, I'm not saying that that's going to fix everything, but I'm saying that it will help. Um, and the last um, and probably the biggest coping mechanism is therapy. Um, if you have access to therapy, whether that be at school or possibly outside of school, I think therapy is your biggest asset. Having a professional to talk about your issues with is so beneficial. Having a stranger be able to see what you're going through and be able to provide advice, be able to provide unbiased advice 
is so, so beneficial and so crucial to the healing process. Um, I used to think that therapy was not dumb, but I was like, well, I can just deal with it on my own, right? But let me tell you that being able to to take on depression with someone else by my side, with a professional by my side, who has helped so many other people through the same thing, is so beneficial. But with that, um, finding the right therapist is important. Finding someone that you feel comfortable enough to talk to, finding someone who you feel advice aligns with your your beliefs and your perspective and and all of that, it's, it's so crucial to find the right therapist. Um, but getting into therapy is so, so, so important. And if you don't have access to therapy out um, in the uh, in the outside world, please reach out to your school therapist. And I, I know that um, sometimes people are a little scared about that because that's someone on campus that will know what they're dealing with. But I promise you that they are there to help you, and they want they want you to get better, and they're there for you. So I encourage you to reach out. So those were all of um, the things that I wanted to cover in this episode. Um, If you guys have any other um, topics or anything that you would like to hear. So um, please remember that you are not alone in whatever you're going through. I promise people are here to help you and people love you. Um, I will provide this information if you are struggling um, with any um, thoughts of suicide or self-harm or anything like that. Please call um, 800-273-8255. Again, that's 800-273-8255. Please reach out and get some help because everyone is here for you and everyone loves you and everyone just wants you to get better. Um, sending lots of love to all of you and I will see you guys next time. Bye!